Dear friends in Christ, it was quite a few years ago I remember seeing a billboard uh, along the highway and there was a picture of a Big Mac there that uh, McDonald's had, had put up and underneath the picture of the Big Mac were the words, man shall not live by bread alone. <laughs> and I got to thinking about that how often in life, whether it's a billboard or whether it's on TV or listening to the radio, we hear scripture passages uh, being used to uh, enhance some product or try to explain in some way what, what is being sold. In the case of Big Mac, it was trying to explain that, that uh, in order to be a true official Big Mac, you had to have All those specific ingredients, of course, a lot more than just bread. Well, it's interesting. It was about that time that I saw in a magazine, uh, I think it was in our our Lutheran magazine, that a confirmation class somewhere had also seen that billboard and had discussed this particular thing, how to use or whether to use scripture passages in advertising. So they wrote to McDonald's. The story said, and and in that letter, it's it. Uh, they wrote, "We do not believe it is right to use the holy word of God to sell hamburgers. You're using God's word in an inappropriate way." Well, the letter had an effect. It wasn't too long ago, or long after that, I should say, that the billboards about the Big Mac all disappeared. Well, I'm glad those confirmants expressed those concerns. But you know, every time I see a Big Mac, (laughs) I think of that Bible verse. And I suppose I do because I'm like everybody else. We're, We're all visual people. We learn and remember more when we see things that are connected to what we are learning, even here at church. Learning God's Word in a variety of ways, is one of of the most important things we can do as Christians. As we learn God's word, we're given strength, of course, to meet the challenges of our everyday life and grow in our relationship with our Lord. We're also, with that armor of God's word around us and, and inside our hearts, we can come up against Satan's temptations and his his battle that he has with us every day. Jesus experienced that himself in the wilderness. Remember when he was tempted for 40 days and 40 nights and and Satan was there trying to, to tempt him to give in. And every time Satan tempted him, Jesus came back with some words of scripture. And finally it said, the devil fled from him. We need God's word in our heart, if we're going to uh, continue strong in our relationship with the Lord. Man does not live by bread alone. That's true. In fact, those are uh, some of the words that Jesus quoted against Satan in the wilderness. Man does not live by bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. The psalmist also says, I have hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. Have you hidden God's word deep in your heart? Do you know God's word so that it can be right there on the tip of your lips 
when you are struggling with something or in a certain situation, and you can, you can say those words and be comforted by them. You know, memorizing God's Word really is a wonderful uh, resource for all the things life throws at us. I remember telling you years ago about one of my college professors, a pastor who had been a missionary in China back in the 1940s. And it was uh, in, in one of those years he was there that the communists were expanding their control. And uh, that particular day in the middle of the year, he told us students the communists came in to take over that particular village that he and his wife lived in. They, they uh, tried to escape out of the village, but it wasn't time. So all they could do was hide between two walls in a particular house that were only about three feet wide and by, by about five feet. And they uh, were in there for several weeks trying to uh, keep away from the communists that were looking diligently for them to kill them. And he told us as students, when we were freshmen in college there, he said the only thing that kept us sane, because it was terribly hot, the rats were going around our feet, the only thing that kept us sane was we focused on the verses from the Bible that we learned when we were children. And we kept repeating those verses and those promises again and again to each other, and somehow we made it. And we escaped in a few weeks. You know, the process of learning God's word can happen in, in a variety of ways as children or adults. Sometimes we learn about God's word as we study together with a group and we look at a particular uh, book in the Bible uh, in detail. As, as Jerry was talking about, uh, it's good to see whether there's students, uh, younger students or adults, underlining or uh, highlighting in their Bibles. And that's a wonderful uh, habit to get into. Other times we are all by ourselves and we meditate and read God's Word and we memorize. We also learn from the Bible uh, sometimes when we learn choruses or or songs that uh, have scripture verses in them. And you've probably noticed that our Sunday school kids, and especially during vacation Bible school, a lot of times the kids are taught scripture by teaching them a particular, particular chorus or song. And the other, uh, the other uh, night in confirmation, uh, we were going over the Bible verses that the kids will be presenting to you next Sunday on Confirmation Sunday, and one of them... Uh, was sharing what Bible verse they picked, and the other person there said, you remember when we learned that song, that Bible verse at Bible camp? It stuck with them in their minds. But still, another way that we learn Scripture is by learning Bible verses that connect with particular objects, like I did with that Big Mac. You know, many churches, and we're really privileged uh, at Emmanuel, but many churches uh, have stained glass windows and other objects within the church building that are, are reminders of certain particular Bible themes or Bible verses. And that's certainly the case with us here at Emmanuel. Some months ago, our deacon board decided to initiate a project. 
called Seeking God's Word at Emmanuel. And they took uh, various pictures of objects around our church building, some of which we probably don't hardly ever notice from, from week to week. They connected, you see, these objects with various Bible verses to remind us that the Word of God surrounds us all the time and that we can learn these Bible verses by remembering the connection between certain objects or pictures in our sanctuary or church and these particular Bible verses. Over these last few months, some of you have picked up the the sheet that we've had out on the narthex, and we put a copy of the sheet in your bulletin today. Uh, Some of you have really taken some time to try to find where each of these pictures were taken, either in our sanctuary or in different parts of our church. We've given you a number of months here to, to find all 12 of them and where they're at, but if you're like me, there was a few that I, I couldn't find because uh, they were details of something that I never got that close to. One of our deacons uh, recently put together a video that uh, shows us where all these objects are in our church and, and the particular verse that is connected to them. And we'll watch that now and discover where each of these pictures were taken in our church. Well, some of you uh, have seen those objects many times, but maybe uh, not as close up or didn't realize they were, they were there. But I hope that uh, uh, you'll always be thinking of not only objects now, but those Bible verses that are associated or connected with those objects in our sanctuary and in our church. And if you looked in the inside back cover of your bulletin this morning, you'll see there a listing of all the verses that was just on the screen. And I hope that uh, as your assignment now, today when you get home, that you'll take your Bible and look up those verses again and imagine those objects in your mind now. And I have a a feeling that you'll remember those Bible verses clear in the uh, months and years to come because you have an object to associate with them. In our three lessons today that we heard read for us, uh, there is a connection in these, with these verses and with three of the, the 12 objects that we saw in this video. Our first lesson today reminds us that the commands of the Lord are radiant, giving light to the eyes. God's lamp indeed or God's word, I should say, is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. Light has power. Light guides us. And as we look at the eyes of Jesus in the stained glass window out there, as we come up the steps there in that picture of Jesus, we're reminded that God the Father gave light and direction to Jesus, his son, so that he could find his way in in life, in his years of ministry on this earth. And you know what? That same light, the power of the Spirit of God, gives direction and light to us for our lives as well. Our second lesson today reminds us of a similar theme. The unfolding of your words, it says, gives light. It gives understanding to the simple. And it's true as we study and unfold the many layers of Scripture God shines the light of wisdom and understanding upon our lives. 
How many times have you been at a Bible study and you, you know it's on a particular uh, section of Scripture and you say to yourself, well, I've studied this before. And then by the end of the study, it's like it's a brand new section. You've never gone that deep. You see, that's what Scripture is all about. There's deeper layers the more we, we study it and unfold uh, those, those words. Think of that as you look at, at the bottom of every archway in our sanctuary. There's, if you could be closer, you could see that there are grapes and unfolding leaves around those grapes at the bottom of every archway. A reminder of God's unfolding word throughout our lives. And then, the theme of light continues in our gospel reading today as Jesus gathered the people around him there in the temple courts and he says to them, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. You know, as we seek the light, as we seek God's word, he shows us the right direction to go in life. He lights our way through the the multitude of many pathways that we can follow in life. He keeps us from tripping when Satan seeks to to lead us into areas of sin that will cause, cause us to fall. Those of you that are a little older remember the older version of the benediction that we used to to say um, every Sunday at the end of the, the service, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Do you know what countenance is? The Lord is saying in these beautiful words that the expression on his face and the light from his face gives us peace and calmness for our lives. What a beautiful thing to think about as we close our service every week, that God's eyes are upon us to give us the calmness that we need in life. Jesus, our light, gives us wisdom to understand his word. Jesus, our light, gives us guidance as we walk the path of light. Jesus, our light, dispels the worries that come from the darkness of life and gives us peace. You know, when you look at the red light behind me, you know, that light is never turned off. Think of that light and then think, of the promise in God's word that he will never leave us or forsake us. His presence is eternal in our lives through these years on earth and forever in heaven. So think of those words from John 8, I am the light of the world, as you look at that eternal light every Sunday when you come into the sanctuary. I have an object that I'm going to give out to the kids as they leave the sanctuary today. Um, It's a little flashlight. And on the flashlight it says, Jesus is the light and the way. And the kids can put this around their neck. And when they're someplace in the dark, it's reassuring, I'm sure, for them to know that they have a little 
a little light that they can turn on and find their way. You know, whether we're kids, though, or adults, we need a light to find our way through life. Sometimes an object can remind us of that. That's good. But God's Word is a reminder for us all. And I hope that, again today, as you look at these Scripture references in the days to come that are in your bulletin today, you'll be reminded of those objects that remind you of the power of those words from Scripture that God has put there for a specific purpose. And as we focus on those words and, and focus on other objects and symbols in our sanctuary and the words connected with them, that we will again think about that message from God, that message that he is here for us wherever we are day by day. Let us continue to seek God's word all the days of our life. Amen.